Welcome to PCTY Talks, a new podcast from the human capital management software provider, Paylocity. I'm your host, Sherry Simpson, and as an HR program manager at Paylocity, I will be navigating our journey together as we explore bite-sized topics around HR thought leadership, compliance, diversity and inclusion, and product knowledge. If you have an idea for a future podcast topic, please drop me a note at pctytalks at paylocity.com. On today's episode, I've invited back our Director of Government Relations, Corinne Tyrone, to talk about the recent Department of Labor changes to the federal overtime rule. Corinne, thanks again for joining me today. Hey, happy to be here. I thought today we could talk about a brand new ruling from the Department of Labor that has come out around overtime regulations. So for those listening in the HR and payroll world, I know that we've been dealing with this for the last couple of years. Many of us have done extensive FLSA audits that were really time consuming, trying to get ready for the last ruling that actually didn't go into effect. So now there's a new DOL overtime ruling that just came out in the last few weeks Corinne, I was wondering if you could start by laying out the framework on how we got here with overtime classification. Okay, so um, the existing rules were last updated in 2004. And under those rules, an employee has to satisfy three tests to qualify for the white collar exemption from the overtime requirements under FLSA. So it's the salary basis test, meaning the employee is paid a predetermined fixed salary, and that is regardless of the quality or quantity of the work that they're performing. Then it's the salary level test, which is going to be the focus of our conversation. That's that the employee is paid at least $455 per week, which comes out to um, a little over $23,000 annually. The duties test is that an employee performs primarily executive, administrative, or professional duties. So those are the three tests. Under the Obama administration, as you kind of alluded to a minute ago, the Department of Labor was uh, charged with updating that rule, and they published this notice of proposed rulemaking um, in the Federal Register in July uh, 2015. They received a boatload of comments back, like almost 300,000 comments in response to that notice, and then they used that feedback to help shape the final rule. Part of the reason that they got so much feedback was because they basically doubled that salary level test. They took it all the way to um, 40, $47,000, which is a lot. Uh, it's a huge change. It was a huge change. And a lot of employers really pushed back on that. And a lot of private business associations made a, they took a class action lawsuit. So um, ultimately what happened is 21 states and then a maybe a dozen or so private um, business associations filed a couple of lawsuits in federal court challenging the rule. And ultimately what ended up happening is that a federal judge enjoined that rule, but it was just days before the effective date. So you mentioned you guys had gone through FLSA audits in order to prepare for this. I think basically everybody did. Everybody went through this process of trying to come into compliance with this new rule just to kind of have the um, rug pulled out from under them, so to speak, really last minute. Um, So after that, it was still apparent that there needed to be a change made, but the Department of Labor really wanted to take a more thoughtful approach so that they wouldn't end up in the same situation. So they ended up publishing a request for information, which basically is them asking the public, 
what do you think is a reasonable salary test? And then they uh, also conducted a bunch of listening sessions all across the country where they were trying to get feedback from employers and just the, the public in general as to what what would be reasonable. So it's not $23,000, it's not $47,000. Where is it? Based on the information that they gathered, they ended up issuing a new proposed rule in May of this year, 2019. So that went through the normal process, went through the Federal Register, notice and comment, and then um, to the White House uh, Office of Management and Budget. um, And then it was finalized on September 24th. Um, The agency estimates that this change is going to make more than a million additional workers in America eligible for overtime. That's amazing to me. I remember going through this with my former employer as we were preparing last time, and we made major salary changes across the board Mm -hmm. after going through that FLSA audit. So with this new ruling, what is the biggest change employers are going to see? So it's it's the same kind of change. It's a salary level test change. And um, as I had mentioned before, it had previously been $455 a week. It has been $455 a week since 2004. It is going to increase to $684 a week, which comes out to um, roughly $35,000 a year for a full-time worker. How do you think employees should prepare implementing this new rule this time around? Well, I mean, I think as we kind of alluded to, a lot of employers are probably already in pretty good shape because a lot of employers went through the practice of trying to become compliant with that much higher standard that was finalized a couple of years ago. Um, So that said, obviously, a lot of people have been hired since then. Um, So I would still recommend that employers review their compensation plans and make sure that those plans align with that new salary threshold and then make any necessary changes in terms of compensation or in terms of employee status based on what you find in that analysis. Um, I also just wanted to mention that the new rule is going to be effective on 1-1 of 20. So it's really only a few short months to come into compliance if changes are needed. What additional resources do employers have this time around as they look at this information for this new ruling? So one of the things that I think is actually really helpful is there's um, a really great set of FAQs on the Department of Labor's website. Um, We do have a link to that from PEAK and from our Paylocity um, compliance alert that we are putting out on this topic. So you can find a link to that there, or if you were just to go to the DOL's webpage, you should be able to find it pretty easily. Awesome. Well, thanks for giving us an overview of the new ruling, and it was a pleasure speaking with you today. All right. Thanks for having me.